Hello everyone and welcome back to Mspoya podcast and this is your host Anurag Manik. Today we have with us Akriti and Ishani from one of the most loved brands on Instagram and one of the a brand that is loved by female fashion stars across the country since its inception in 2020 a brand that enjoys a massive 245k following on Instagram and a brand that recently won hearts with their pitch on Shark Tank India season 2 in the Shark Tank India special with M Square podcast where we bring to you the background stories what happened during the pitches why aman gupta started dancing during a pitch or why anupam got pissed during a pitch and many such backstage moments also the journey of the entrepreneurs on how the journey started with their initiative and how eventually they went into shark tank how the whole process of shark tank happens what goes behind the making of a shark tank episode how the fundings uh, how the fundings happen how the pitches happen and what are the stages before they are aired on tv and did you know that the 15 minutes we see is a small excerpt of the one to one and a half hour of pitch that the founders present to the sharks to know much more Let's dive right into this episode of M Square Podcast with Akriti and Ishani from the team House of Chicken Curry, a brand that creates clothing we all love. Hello everyone and welcome back to M Square Podcast. This is another exclusive episode that we are bringing for you and this is your host Anurag Manik. Today we have with us we whom we all know before Shark Tank happened and now we know them much much better the story behind House of Chicken Curry and how it has transformed into the brand that it is today. So today we have with us the founder Akriti Rawal and Ishani with us. So uh, welcome to the show Akriti and Ishani. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so you know, Akriti and Ishani, I wanted to ask you how. What was the concept behind House of Chicken Curry? How did it start? Because I know before Shark Tank, also my sisters and all they have been using your brand. They have been you know buying uh, from you. So how it has how it started? And they were like, you know, this okay. So when it popped up on TV screen, we they were all like, oh, we have seen this before. We have you know worn their clothes. We have used you know we have uh, what you can say you uh, once or twice we have ordered from them. So you know we know them. So how was it? What was the idea behind House of Chicken Curry? When did it start, and how was the whole journey until Shark Tank happened? So House of Chicken Curry started in October 2020, and I co-founded House of Chicken Curry with my mother, who currently heads the production in the company and the operations. So uh, the journey started with uh, a hand embroider who she knew from a long time because she was also like always like you know. designing clothes for herself she never you know took it up personally uh, prof- professionally okay. but she was always designing clothes for herself so the embroider called her up because in covid he had lost his job so he wanted some additional work and he just shared like you know if she wants to get something made for herself like personally if she wants to get some embroidery done on her clothes and that's how like she had shared this thought with me and uh, i had left my job during that time in covid and i was like okay. searching on something you know to start of my own i wanted to do a business so during that time i really got uh, like you know intrigued by the whole handmade industry and i started researching on it a lot more and uh, while i was doing my research online on the internet i read a couple of articles which said like a lot of artisans had lost their jobs in covid and how even before covid the industry was anyway declining but covid had hit them more and it was declining okay. 
pre-COVID because uh, of the lack of digital literacy amongst the artisans. Okay. And the fact that, you know, it's really difficult for them to like uh, understand how tech works or a website works or listing on marketplaces works. So the whole demand of for the uh, handicrafts was declining, which was leading to a decline in the number of artisans also. And all this really like, like, you know, made me read more and more about it. And while I was reading about it, I came across chicken curry as an art form. And I mean, there was no going back after yeah. I looked at how beautiful it was. And I then my mom showed me chicken curry kurtas that she had. And the price points they were selling at, you know, really uh, got me thinking that. Uh, and the fact that there was no brand that was you know, solely coming out there. Like there was no okay. that you would associate with chicken curry. Chicken curry was available with different players like Fab India who would like stock up a few pieces of chicken curry or, you know, offline stores or you would think of like now when you think of chicken curry. Uh-huh. But there was no a single brand that was, you know, out there who you would just think of when you like think of chicken curry. Okay. So uh, that these were some of the things that, you know, led us to begin the journey and, um, October 2020, we founded it for the first few months. We were only on Instagram. And after a year, we launched our website. It's when Ishani joined our team. And um, we were then three people in management. She heads okay. the marketing. And uh, she's, I mean, joined the company when we were at 20K. And currently, we're 200K. So 10x yeah. growth. <laughs> that goes to Ishani. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean... That's been uh, the journey from my side. Shani can share some thoughts from her and also. Yeah, so my journey now with House of Chicken Gari has been more than, it's been almost two years. Okay. And like Akriti mentioned, so Akriti also comes from a marketing background. And we okay. both usually like used to just keep thinking at that point of time that, okay, we have to do this, we have to do that. We have these goals, these numbers to achieve. And now after Shark Tank, we've crossed those numbers. So it feels like it's a dream come true. I literally told her the other day that, you know, I'm seeing all these PR articles. And when I joined the company, it used to be my dream that how actually becomes so recognized that you Google it and you see all those news articles coming up. So those are the goals that for any marketing person, any marketing executive that we've surpassed owing a lot to Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. That feels great. I think it, it would be so surreal, right? When you go and watch those articles, things which you were, you know, planning for, working so hard for. And when that eventually comes true, it just feels like, you know, if you put in the hard work, it will come true at some point in time. So honestly, we have reached out to every, I think, uh, uh, publisher, every uh, like magazine before Shark Tank to like, you know, with us to <laughs> please like, you know, just understand what we're trying to do. And like, no one has responded to us ever. So uh, obviously, like, you know, we've gone through a fair share and even like we've tried hiring a PR agency also in between to get that, you know, yeah. story out. And the story for us was the story of the art form in itself. Yeah, agreed. Persons and like, because we were trying to get out, you know, the story of the art form also, not just our company, right? So, uh, we've tried a lot. We've uh, made a dif- lot of different articles, uh, you know, formed it in different ways so that the story clicks with the publisher yeah. and picks it up. But, uh, I mean, you know, it had to happen through Shark Tank and uh, it's actually surreal that those people who never even like paid attention to us. <laughs> 
writing back to us that okay like would you like to do an interview so uh, uh, yeah i mean it feels like hard work has paid off paid but, off you know and that wait of one two years of repeatedly emailing them yes. paid off yeah it's basically we we always had that intention to get the story of yeah. the artisans out yeah to get the journey of everyone who's associated with the brand to be yeah. known to the public so that you know people know about it people think about it people take action yeah. on it yeah they don't buy from us to like of course they support the brand but with supporting the brand they support a larger cause yeah yeah okay so uh, you know like how so how do you you know like manage these artisans how do you you know collaborate with them what is the whole process and uh, you know like if you can share any story of any artisan you know who has really uh, who you know who really were benefited out of like I, i'm you know saying that all the artisans would have been benefited out of it so if you can share one or two stories of some artisans you know like for them it was like life changing moment for you know being associated with them. so uh, currently how we're working with artisans is we have our manufacturers who are working for us in lucknow who hand Okay. and they take care of the artisans so the number of artisans who are product reducing the amount of quantities we're taking every month is close to 5000 uh, was close wow. to 5000 during shark tank now it's already increased and it's going to increase in the coming year also so currently our impact is more on increasing the demand for the craft in general so they have continuous okay. employment even if in the winter months uh, like how we managed to support them and help the artisans is to you know getting the same amount of quantities by changing the fabrics so that it's not just a sum oriented job they do they have mm-hmm. to cut the employment employment throughout the year so that's something that we like you know tried to incorporate last year last winter season uh, by experimenting with newer warmer fabrics you know so that they're not like you know two months three months they're not like out of jobs they also do okay. that as daily wages yeah. so that's something we've tried to do to create a continuous demand for the art form itself and uh, i mean there are artisans who are working with us in our daily warehouse also but not a lot because they are uh, in the quality check team with us and uh, okay. with them uh, obviously there is a direct impact that we see because they are with us in our warehouse and not in lucknow so with them there is uh, i mean a lot of them who were working with export houses now we have about a team of 20 in delhi but most majorly obviously the manufacturing happens in lucknow so the 20 artisans we have in delhi most of them used to do embroidery like 5 years back and then like because they couldn't find any jobs and then covid hit they started doing other you know domestic help jobs and other things so when okay. like got to know through their community that there is a brand that is hiring for this uh that is something that really motivates them because it's a skill that you know they have yeah the talent they have talent. and they that there is someone who you know needs valuing it. them yeah, yeah. yeah valuing it and needs them and wants them to grow so these are some things that we personally you know experience with them and in the long run like all the artisans even in lucknow that we are going to be attached with our future aim is to have some you know sort of a grassroots level impact in lucknow as well wherein we hope to and dream to have a foundation yeah. and you know wherein we can have the deeper impact on their families you know we can educate their children or provide them some sort of uh you know uh, attachment to our brand as well yeah, because yeah. Uh, there is a bigger cause we are obviously helping them with the demand but at a deeper level at the family level at an education level yeah. like these are some you know plans we keep discussing but i don't think they're too far i mean even to, like shark tank was just a plan we discussed so i'm sure we will be able to have that impact eventually as we get into it and you know as yeah. we grow Yeah. I think that is very important, right? To <clears throat> actually have an impact to the people who are working for you, who are giving you know their uh, heart and soul to it. Uh, knowing a little bit about Lucknow, I know that there is a lot 
uh, that depends on the textile industry and like uh, you know a lot of families depend directly on the textile industry and to have a brand that is actually caring for them right now is is something which is wonderful to hear at the same time which is has not been heard of you know this the people should have started doing this years ago but it started very recently like you know with brands like house of chicken curry and that is so commendable to be very honest uh so you know akriti and ishania wanted to ask so when you start a brand like uh, you know house of chicken curry where you want to support the artisans also but it is a category in itself right you are focusing on one niche of the chicken curry uh, you know uh, art type so how difficult was it as a marketer you know to market the brand because you have to market the entire category as a whole and uh, how do you compete as you mentioned like you know uh, brands like five india will have a few options out of it but to build a complete brand in you know chicken curry art form how difficult was it to market the entire art form itself and how did you how was the initial interactions with the customers you know like somebody would come and then they would ask you questions what is this how did you handle all those questions and what were the most weird questions that you had to handle yeah so uh, yeah i'll just uh, like initially when we started out the brand honestly uh, i think we had a very big advantage that there was no brand out there in chicken curry okay. uh, you know people love chicken curry you would always hear people saying like especially the age group above 30 40 i would say like was really fond of the art form itself so the advantage for us was that like the firstly we had house of chicken chicken curry in our name so the brand became very descriptive and distinctive and very okay. obvious at what it does right so that helped us gain a lot of traction and then secondly because there was no brand out there it gave us a lot of advantage in gaining a lot of traction and be kind of having i would not say one of the first movers to mm-hmm. take it online in a like in a proper d2c e-commerce way so uh, we had a lot of advantages on that front i don't think marketing the niche in itself was something that we faced difficulty with uh, but uh, uh, in fact i think that was more of an advantage for us okay, but yeah. this advantage comes from the fact that no one uh, had done it online so the manufacturers or the artisans or the carigars who work with us they don't understand the importance of quality in an e-commerce world okay. uh, supplying to a store or a re- you know retail stores it's very different and any kind of quality the dag would do because there is no brand and also supplying to an e-commerce but a uh, place but also in a brand yeah it's very different because then the brand becomes you know responsible for the quality assurance the of the yes. and you can't build a brand without their quality assurance so i think those were the biggest disadvantages like that was the biggest disadvantage that we faced that trying to explain to you know our supplier side the people who were involved in it what the importance of a brand is and how do we want to build it what is our aim why are we thinking of building a brand and how is it different to what you've been doing Agreed. but yeah that took its fair share of time we still struggle but i think after shark tank it will become easier for yeah. sure Yeah. I think that so uh I think that that the part that you mentioned right that actually educating the people who you were working with you know how important the quality becomes after you you know associating it with a brand uh so how do you deal with it you know like it must have been uh, you have to break a barrier like that is you know in their minds okay ye to aise hi chalta hai and this is how it goes but you have to go and they will be like we are working here for years and years and now you're coming and telling us so how did you overcome that you know inhibition in them it's really difficult i wouldn't say it's easy because uh, they would you would explain something to them and then they and also because we are physically in delhi so yeah. we would only go like say once in a few months like two months or three months right so we are always on the call and you explaining that this challenge has come up and this should not be happening you need to understand 
and then they would be like okay fine it won't happen and the next time it would come to you the stock and then again there would be the same issue okay. then something would come another thing would arise up so like we had to like you know explain to them a um, multiple times i would say not once and we still do we still do but we i think had very strict guidelines actually i think when we were like obviously ordering lesser quantities mm-hmm. uh, placing like you know say one kurta we placing five quantities only 10 quantities only then the obviously power you have over trying to explain someone is much lesser than when you grow yeah, in a quantity agreed agreed then your voice is heard all of us yeah. right so when us like quantities increase then our voice started getting heard then we had to explain to them if this is not like you know at par like we will have to return it and there's nothing else we can do so like having those guidelines in place but it didn't happen in one go it took its fair share of time it took almost a year i think okay uh, more than a year for us to even impart that knowledge then how what is it like email po how do you like read a po how you okay. need to read a po whatsapp jinke pass email nahi hai you have to whatsapp it to them so yes. like we also did make some changes so if people were not well versed with email we started using whatsapp with them but we do have an email for our records so but explaining to them why a po is important why you need to print yeah. you know the whole system actually explaining to them like has been another journey like you know it's yeah. like what people see online is yes. the the rosy <laughs> social media journey of it but there is a lot of you know uh, other side of things that people also don't see I think this, you know, building an entire system around uh, people who are not very ta- uh, tech savvy. I think that is the most difficult part at at the end of the day. And I think uh, to do that, to you know, overcome that inhibition in people to why to use tech because we have been doing it for years. I think that is one of the uh, you know like challenges which a lot of companies face. And the way you have overcome is is surely amazing. So uh, you know, like I would want to move on that how to sh- how Shark Tank happened and like you know how did it come across? So how did you eventually went on TV? How How was it? How did the whole process go? How it happened? I'll let Ashani share that. <laughs> okay, so uh, one of our colleagues who works for us as a performance, who has a performance marketing agency, okay, you know, he told us that we should apply for Shark Tank. And okay, Akriti, but Akriti wasn't. Akriti was very hesitant because she was the one who had to eventually appear on. Yeah, enough. And but we filled the. form we went through the rounds um usually there are like three rounds first is the form then you go for an audition then there's a lot of back end work also and okay. there's a lot of ambiguity around it because it's a very long process yeah so that's how it happened and we were never expecting that we'll even clear the first round because okay. we never saw that it's something real yeah like you just see it on tv and you just Like think in your head that like you never think how people get selected or what happens. Yeah. You always just think of it as something that's coming on TV and like for us it was something that we never even imagined like you know could happen. But yeah. uh, there were like total of four rounds I think that we went yeah. through and one round after the other just kept happening. Like I don't think till and we got to know a few days before the final pitch that we have to go. So we didn't have a lot of time to prepare for okay. the final. Okay. Okay. it was just like a week or so before so before that it's a lot of rounds so one week before you get to know you you don't even have time to register what has happened in your life yeah. what happened and uh, i mean yeah we just kept going without even realizing that this is something real and what's going to happen to us after that because all good things have happened and 
the amount of love like we've received from everyone like our customers and like people around us and you know just not for us i would say but like the whole team and the whole story that is exactly like you know what we wanted to get out yeah. so i think that's helped a lot and the journey has been amazing since yeah since so how were the auditions like yeah yeah how were the auditions like and what all did happen up there Yeah so there's four rounds in all uh, you we fill up an application form and then there's a video round wherein like you have to send a video of your pitch okay and that is like this happens all this happens like one year in advance so like okay, we okay, okay. in jan feb 2021 and then there's you get to know every round takes like two months i think then application the video and then there's a delhi audition because we're delhi based so uh, there was that's a whole day audition and wherein the team first like here's your page and does a q and a session with you so my mom and i and ishani were there uh, and uh, post delhi audition you just have to go for the final pitch which is the final round okay and with that you get to know about a few days in advance and uh, once you get to know you have to be in bombay for like 4 to 5 days the pitch okay, okay. Day, but like 3 to 4 days you're just practicing your page you're practicing the q and a uh, like what are you going to wear like so there's obviously a whole team you know that's mm-hmm. taking care of all this but i mean they 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 really helpful so any team is really really helpful in building that confidence because it's really scary i mean as a normal person to be on tv and that too in front of sharks yeah. for real time pitch so uh, the whole experience is really overwhelming but the team really prepares you they tell you to be calm and like you know they prepare you with the q and a everything like they help you a lot but like on the final day when you go in i mean whatever you prepare you just forget it yeah <laughs> yeah you, i mean you pretty much don't say anything you prepare but uh, it does help you calm down and you know there's some things in the back of your head that keep going and yeah i mean the final pitch happens and then you're on your own you enter and then it's a whole real like time thing that yeah. happens So how was the whole experience of the final pitch right when you go in front of those sharks and how is it like i think it's a one one and a half hour whole pitch that goes around so how grueling it gets how grueling it gets for you and like were there any funny moments that happened inside the tank they honestly on shark tank uh, of course any investor you know is going to grill you if they're going to give you your money yeah uh, any investor pitch be it shark tank or not will always grill you on things about your business but uh, overall our experience with shark tank was really amazing and uh, the sharks were very funny they made us feel comfortable when we were entering we were very nervous and like our heartbeats were racing but once we entered and we settled in after a minute or two like they were calming us down and you know like they were talking to us like friends i would say okay. in the initial few conversations so like they were asking about our journey like you know our relationship so that calmed us down and it was like speaking to a friend about your business and yeah i mean of course the overall experience gets overwhelming but for us i think uh, uh, once the whole conversation started it became a lot easier because there was i mean every moment of the journey like we had lived ourselves like my mom and i so yeah. you know it was like you're just sharing whatever you've lived every day with someone and i mean yeah and you're crying a bit and you just yeah. don't know what they'll show on tv right but like yeah, yeah, true. like at the end of it like uh, you're just sharing your journey so when you've lived every day it doesn't seem too difficult after a point to share 
what a fun conversation it has been with Akriti and Ashani and the kind of work they are doing in not only building a brand but also impacting lives of people who have been associated with this art form of chicken curry. This is truly commendable and it and the kind of passion they have for the work they are doing truly speaks volumes about how much they are involved in making the in their products and that true and that is reflected in terms of the love which people are giving to the brand and the kind of love their pitch received a shark tank in the second episode we'll delve more deeper into what happened at shark tank how did the pitch go how did it all went around what are the backstage stories they have how what are the funny backstage stories they have and what are the future holds for the brand house of chicken curry so stay tuned and do not forget to check out our other episodes with other shark tank pitches which are coming up the uh, the pitches with the the interview with huvu that is ria karuturi with girgit that is mrs pooja shah and with solab that is with punit and mehak is already live so do go out and check out those episodes and the second episode is going to drop very very soon sooner than you expect within 3 days so do not forget to check that episode out and if you like our work please do follow us on instagram at anuragmanik7 and at inspire podcast and do share this episode with any of your entrepreneurial friends who are there and who might whom you might feel can actually take some and can actually be benefited out of this episode and start their entrepreneurial journey or in general if you feel somebody would be happier listen to this episode of first do share it with them we are trying to change lives one story at a time and we would need your support in doing that so thank you so much for listening to this episode of m square podcast and this is your host anurag manik signing off for today and as we always say until next time stay quirky stay different